This is uh, the test segment for the Arts First podcast. I'm ready when you are. Okay. We're back with Artware, and we're going to flesh out chapter one of the Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck just a little bit more. Uh, we're in week three of the pandemic in New York State. Don't know where you are or what you're doing and when you're listening to this, but it just gives a little bit of perspective. If there's a little echoing, it's because Art and I are being socially distant and have our face masks on. That is correct. Welcome, Art. Thank you. Uh, welcome, and I'm here with R- uh, Ron Hunt. And uh, as he said, we are here to present another podcast. Uh, and we're titling this one, uh, Turning Failure into a Gift. Never heard it expressed quite that way, but it could be a gift if you take it that way. And it, and the idea of something happening to you is not as bad as if you don't take advantage of responding in a way uh, that's positive. It's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. Exactly. But not only that, Art, but I think that if we, towards the end of the episode... We're going to talk about learning from other people's failure mm-hmm. and, and helping other people by learning from our failures. Correct. So that's part of, that's, that, that's part of our, our gift to the world here. Amen. Exactly. So let's, uh, you read it since it was your, <laughs> let's accept for the sake of science that uh, the intellectual skills can be uh, is it cultivated? Mm-hmm. Uh, through through what? Effort. Through effort. Okay. Now. What do you mean by that? I, the, it's what I'm what what I ever wanted to do to do if they haven't listened to our our introductory episode towards the growth mindset mm-hmm. is to take a step back for a second and just believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's thirty to forty years of science behind this. It's we're we're not we're not just pulling this out of thin air. Right. Uh, Carol's done scientific studies, and all of her students and disciples at this point have done scientific studies. I've built some of this out into courses for people. So we do have science behind it. So the whole concept is, if we get the practice right, we're, go- we're going to become smarter people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's all about the practice. So, uh, and as we said last week, there's two ways to go after success. One is to be, for it to be innate, and the other one is to uh, roll up our sleeves and get the elbow grease and uh, put in effort to learn. Earned uh, versus learned. It's right. The, it, yeah, so, uh, sometimes a little bit of both comes in handy, mm-hmm. but uh, you can't take that earned for granted because no. that, that, we'll talk about that in chapter five. And those and those that take their abilities for granted uh, usually don't fare any better. Well, in fact, people who have less abilities out outscore them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and lap them. And, mm-hmm. and and this is the beautiful thing is that even and we'll talk about this in a little while. Even if you've been considered average, even if you've been told that you're a failure, at some point of your early life, that doesn't determine where you end up. No. If you have the growth mindset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's that's what we're all about, and that this is our mission. So let's get back to chapter one. Mm-hmm. Practice brings fundamental change in intelligence. 
The science shows that people who have taken MRIs after practicing have shown that their brain is more engaged and the neurons fire faster. You can actually see that the sections of the brain that process are whiter and bigger mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. practice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> so the brain is there, uh, it's, it's like a muscle, you know, and, it, and it's there to be exercised and to grow. And I used to always hear uh, one of my teachers when I was in fifth grade say, every time you learn something, your membrane grows. And obviously we don't have all the science then we have all the science that we have now, but she was right. And it's not going to grow out of your head. It just grows in terms of those neurons and things that um, come back to be of asset and value to you in the future because you have to put it there for it to be of value going forward. And so that's what we're talking about here. As we go forward in the podcast, uh, in Chapter 4, we're going to try to get a teacher from Chicago mm -hmm. who worked in one of the worst schools. And she taught all of them to read at a very high level within a year. Mm, mm, and mm. it's because she made, she loved them. And, and she told them that she loved her children. But she also told them that she wasn't going to suffer fools. Mm. That they had to do the work. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not, we're not, we're not telling anyone how to live their life here. But we're saying that once you start holding yourself accountable... You can lift yourself up some. Right, right. We want you. We want you to exercise options if you want to exercise the options. Sure. And we're going to put the stuff out there for you if you want to uh, consume it and use it and grow and develop the the right mindset or the right uh, person that you want to be. It's up to you to uh, embrace some of these things to get to the goals that you want to have. So the bottom line is we actually increase attention, memory, and judgment skills just mm. by practice. Just by practice. And we are literally more intelligent. People who take intelligence tests before and after the growth mindset see a remarkable change in scores. So okay, let's, let's, let's think about that for, for, for a minute, you know, because uh, we, we said earlier that those that, that have perhaps less ability and not and, and and are not motivated could lap those and uh ad, advance past those that do have greater abilities and so with with that being said um you know it's it's the the um process of being in the process of of being stimulated and being motivated and being determined that uh can uh, pay dividends beyond just the abilities that one has. Absolutely. I, 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 love, I love talking about it and I love thinking about it because we are literally more intelligent by discussing it and learning from each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the reasons that I want to do this with Ron is because I'm, I'm actually, you know, I, I, I've learned... Uh, one uh, with 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 developing friendships and bonds with others, male or female, um, when you do something with them, uh, like I do a lot of stuff in the tech space, and I have friends that I do projects and things with. And we, have one friend that lives in Boston, you know, we actually you know went all the way to um, upstate New York, and I'm talking about way up upstate New York in the middle of the winter. Uh, in order to do a project together, but there's a bond that happens as a result of that, and so reason why, you know, and that happened as a result of that incident and and others that we've done together. We did a project here for the New York 
broadband office at one time and it was just a bond that we get that you know and so uh that bond helps me to retain more of what I'm working on here and that's why I'm doing and wanting to have that bond with Ron because you know we're working on this project together and that helps more of this uh mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck the resource that we're using today uh to become more ingrained and I want to it to be more ingrained because that way I can provide more help uh, in discussions and so forth in exchange with him that will help you. We level up. Yes. Um, I, and I can say the same thing, but you are, you have your brilliance in many different fields and yeah. you get to share some of those experiences with me that I haven't mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. and I can incorporate them not only into my life, but into my trainings too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say that. So let's let's get back to um, so we're geniuses. So Let, let's talk about a couple of geniuses. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, Do you have a couple in mind there? Um. Well, I mean, you, you list. Uh, we we have some here, but I can just think of uh, you know famous actors and athletes. Um, uh, you know, I'm just, just thinking, you know, with, with my eyes closed here in terms of, uh, you know, the, the paparazzi's and the, the Michael Jordans and the different, different, all, all those people, uh, got to be where they are, you know, they had a little bit of ability, but they also had a little bit of, a, a lot more determination. And, and, set, I think and that, setbacks. Yes. I, I mean, people like, uh, Galileo, who the church wanted to, to burn, um, Darwin, who, mm -hmm. who was told that his theory of evolution was off the wall. Mm -hmm. But he kept on persevering, mm -hmm. and he kept on studying, and there came that tipping point where, um, the, where the successes and the science were such that people couldn't deny it. Sometimes it doesn't happen in, in, during their lifetimes, which is unfortunate. Tolstoy was one of those. He was told as a student when he was growing up that uh, he was a horrible writer, and he had to give it up. <laughs> and now he's considered one of the most famous authors mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. don't let anybody tell you to give it up if you know that you have a spark of something in you. Yes. And yes. If, if that spark doesn't work out, even that failure can help you in your next adventure and, and become your next success. And we'll so, get there. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying, uh, in so many words, embrace your failure. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, fa okay. fa failure is... I agree with that, by the way. And uh, Carol Dweck calls that the concept of not yet, and we'll mm -hmm. talk about that mm -hmm. more going forward. So, I mean, there, there are many other uh, examples um, and, and points of reference and and what I call redeeming value from all these, you know, you, 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 I, that's why I like to read biographies and autobiographies because they, they tend to have those, uh, trials and tribulation, uh, described, you know, in the, um, in the content of, of the, uh, of the narrative. And as a result, we, we can gain from that. Like you said earlier, you know, we don't repeat the same mistakes of others and, you know, part of part of I think part of the message, uh, at least my message this morning on radio, was that we all need each other, and we're all, you know, um, from, you know, we're from the human family, and so, 
to the extent that we uh, uh, are now sheltering in place or we're at home with family or we're away, f- away from our, you know, our um, normal um, work habitat or with my colleagues and so forth, it all indicates, is, is they're all indicators of how much we all need each other and how much we benefit from each other. Yeah, the concept of connection is extremely strong, and I, I would like to encourage anyone who's listening to this uh, solo on a walk in their neighborhood with a face mask on to, um, to give it some thought and to reach out to, someone, to a friend that they haven't talked to in a while, to an associate that they used to talk to at work every day, and just make that connection and spend a couple minutes um, remember, re- remembering how important that is to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So we all underestimate our potential. Um, that's a really, really huge concept here. Do you have any thoughts on that, Art? Well, you know, um, unless, you know, we've got our ego on our sleeve and walk around carrying it on our shoulders... Uh, the average person will undershoot their their potential in in the world of of personnel. It's called lowballing. Exactly. Uh, and uh, oftentimes you hear of situations that you know you wonder how it got like that. Is because uh, people, by and large, uh, tend to underestimate uh, as as a uh, as a normal way of existence, you know, because they, they, they feel that by doing that, you know, they're being humble and so forth, but really and truly, your true value and your true worth, you know, in terms of, I, I believe in living life on a value-for-value value relationship, and uh, if you continue to underestimate, meaning that, you know, you're not part of that growth mindset uh, process or thinking, then you underestimate yourself and you don't uh, get to the next level quite as effectively and as efficiently as you should. Well, I know in business, uh, they, they try to rate people on a scale of 1 to 10 for their mm-hmm. management potential. Mm-hmm. If your CEO has rated himself as a 5, so, some middle-of-the-pack number, nobody, and he has a fixed mindset, nobody in that organization can be more than a 5. And if they do... Right, because he'll feel threatened. Mm-hmm. But with a growth mindset... Not only can he level up from your expertise, but he doesn't take it personally because his goal is to Im- improve the organization. Right. And that's, that's where you see organizations thriving, and there have been statistical studies in the stock market where companies that have that growth mindset can, um, can really thrive. A really good autobiography, going back to one of Art's points, mm-hmm. what is... Um, the gentleman who ran GE for a number of years. Welch. Jack Welch. Mm-hmm. And he, during different times of, at, uh, at GE, he had both the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. But he was conscious enough when he, when he wrote his autobiography to, to actually sit down and say, when I was sitting and talking to the first-line workers, the company grew. And when I told them what to do, the company shrank. Mm. And he re- and he said he regretted that with every ounce of his being because mm. he knew better. Mm. Mm. But he had he had read the press clippings, and this is very this is very difficult for anybody. If you get a lot of praise, 
sometimes you start believing it a little too much and you stop practicing. Mm. Mm. And uh, that, that was what I took out of that book. And I think that's a phenomenal read for anyone who not only wants to succeed in business, but again, to learn from someone's admitted failure. I got a, another story that, to a pinch on what you were talking on. I have a, a very good friend uh, who is a professor at Oxford. And uh, he told me once when I, we, we, he and I had the conversation about, you know, the, the book Mindset. And of course, he was very familiar with it. Uh, and I think had read it, uh, and he, t- he, he tells a story of being, you know, obviously to get to Oxford, you've got to have some raw ability <laughs> to be able to go there and be, be and, and he's a professor there now after having grad, a research uh, assistant as well. The top of the top. Uh, to, yeah, very top of the top. And he said that because of his ability and because people always tell him how bright he was and how smart he was, which, I mean, you talked about this last podcast about, you know, the, the, the child that was told no, 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 of a child that was encouraged to stop by a positive way of, of dis- describing so that they don't have that, you know, um, barrier in their mind that always know if you go beyond a certain point. Anyway, he mentioned to me that he said, you know, when he was young, he had all these reassurances of how smart he was, and he really didn't try all that hard. He could have probably elevated even more, but he didn't try all that hard, only because, you know, he he was already told how smart and how bright he was. Right. He he was already judged a success. So where was the where was he going to go? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> not only uh, do we underestimate our potential, but we ourselves have a special talent that we can concentrate on our own weaknesses and strengths. Mm -hmm. What if we actually spent half an hour a week just doing that? Take some time on, you know, Monday afternoon after work or Sunday evening before the week starts and write down our three strengths and our three weaknesses and work on both each week. Uh, In no time at all, you're going to see such a miraculous change in your life that um, you're going to help change the world. Exactly, exactly. And, and both can be, I mean, just like fixed mindset and growth mindset, you know, both of those things can be worked on. Our weaknesses and our strength, like fixed and growth, can be worked on. And, you know, and it's to our credit for those folks that, are, that, that realize that they need to work on things, you know, until, unless, we're, unless we're physically pushing pushing up daisies, uh, there's always something to be worked on and, and uh, to get better at uh, so that we can become better. You know, the idea here is not to just, you know, be like the Red Sea where we just got, you know, stuff coming in and nothing going out. The idea is to get better so you can give out and, you know, offer to, you know, those around you, your family, friends and loved ones and those that are in your social media connections you can offer to them a better, a better you. This is a great jumping off point to a, to a bonus point. And this is everyone's quick win this week. If you've listened this far and you know that we try to do this every week, we try to give you a quick win. Mm-hmm. So this is your quick win. You can turn your mess into a message. Mm-hmm. You can take a time that you failed in life and show the next person the four steps that you took to turn it around mm-hmm. and save them six months, a year, 
thousands of dollars beating their heads against walls and making the same mistakes you did. You can do this through uh, blogging. You can do this through a website. Mm -hmm. You can do this through social media. Mm -hmm. You can do it through a podcast. If you want to do it through a podcast, go to YouTube and check out how to start a podcast. And there are plenty of examples right there. Great, great. So in essence, our message today is that we all need each other. That's our message today. And turning our failures into a gift is is certainly a prime example of that. It's been an extraordinary day, and I want to thank you again for your time, Art. It's been it's always fun talking to you. Uh, it's a, it's great fun, uh, Ron. Uh, so this is Ron Hunt uh, and Artware. Uh, these are uh, gospel. Uh, G we call them gospel or or G H conversations is our broad, is our podcast. Sure. So. All right. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. I thought that worked really well.